0: Rather than give you the standard uh, commercials or ad space here for these next three we're just gonna do them all back to back to back here and uh, I'll tell you every reason why we use all three. Of course the first is Liberty Supply Manufacturing. Um, Sam and his brother Mike run a great company there. Um, I believe it's LibertySupply.biz is the website. Um, You can also find them on Instagram at supply underscore MFG, which is for manufacturing. But Sam and Mike have been our go-to here at Wiscote for the last at least six years, I would think. And they take care of almost every kind of asphalt tool or seal coating and some striping um, equipment and pieces and everything that we can need so spray tips street brooms um, what else we get flagging tape from them we get our um, pro coder brooms i believe from them power brooms um, and just everything so those two have been killer they always have we thank them as always for their support of the podcast and uh, looking forward to working with them in the future more and more and more and more The second one, which everybody uh, maybe has been following along and has some fun, as Jeff has had some alter egos lately, is Stencil Plus. Uh, Stencil Plus has every stencil you need. They can make any custom stencil as well. We use all of our stencils that we have on our job sites. They came from Stencils Plus, and they always will. You can even use a code at Stencil Plus. Uh, BB10 will save you 10% off of anything you buy there. So if you're going to spend a G, you save a hundred bucks by putting in BB10. Um, You get looking at some of those stencils and some of those things, it's easy to rack up a G, I'm sure. And as we're getting going, this is the busiest time of the year. So, um, you know, I'm sure you're going to be hitting stencils plus up for a lot of stuff you can also find them at on tiktok at stencils plus and on instagram at stencils plus and you can just go on facebook and find jeff too and he's always talking about stencil plus so you can always find everything you want as far as stencils go whether it's super thin super thick whatever the mills are that you want They can make it all. I've seen some amazing stencils get made there, three-phase stencils for football fields and athletic fields and things like that. So any and everything, they got it there, I promise. There's not anything they can't do at Stencils Plus. Now, the third one, and one that we've been using a lot lately, is our numbers with the 800 Pavement Network. We have... 1 800 Blacktop here at Wiscote, and now we have 1 800 Blacktop at Dubuque as well. The nice thing is, both of those area codes are right side by side. So, whether we're in whatever truck and it says 1 800 Blacktop, if they, you know, if a customer sees it and gets an inkling of, I wonder who that is, and they decide to call 1 800 Blacktop, they're going to get us. We also have 1 800 Striping here in southern Wisconsin, which is on our Striping trailer, but most of the time people just call us for our. Uh, 1-800 black top number because you know, we're always out doing seal coating or crack sealing or patching or whatever and people see it, they recognize it and now people just know that that's us. You know, both of our logos have 1-800 black top underneath them and mostly every truck we have or um, seal coat rig or whatever has 1-800 blacktop underneath them. So it works out really well. It's definitely a tool that if you use it the right way can help you with your branding. It's really a lot easier to remember than just a strange combination of numbers that are hard to remember. It works out really, really well. Not to mention there are added benefits. You know, uh, the 800 Payment Network is a group of contractors a large number, hundreds, and you can get a lot of discounts. I think there's discounts this year at Staples, or Sherwin-Williams, Seal Master. They have partners with a lot of other companies that help get you breaks. We actually got a voucher last year for our Seal Master sealer purchase that we're gonna um, be having this year. So, cannot recommend 800 Payment Network enough with what we've been able to do with it, with those numbers. Uh, It's worth a shot. You can just give a call to Briggs. She would be glad to explain all that to you. Over there at 800 Payment Network, just hit them up anywhere online. I believe it's 800 Payment Network on Instagram. And if you type in 800 Payment Network on Google, you're going to find them too. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to kick off this episode here by talking to you guys about 28 Circles. So 28 Circles is a marketing company. And uh, they have a couple programs that are really great for companies starting out. Uh, we actually use, um, the welcome mat, which is one of their programs right away at Wiscote and at Dubuque asphalt maintenance. I cannot say enough about how many leads are getting created with very little effort on my end. So Jason and the team at 28 circles have taken, especially Dubuque all on their own. And, uh, we're getting more leads than we had previously there, um, just off of the things they're doing. So what is 28 circles? What does it do? Right? So, um, Their programs, they have two that are there right now, the Welcome Mat and the Reputation Builder. Um, To talk about the the Welcome Mat, um, these are the kinds of things that they take care of for you. Um, There's estimate follow-up, Facebook messaging, Instagram messaging, Google messaging, web chat, um, two-way text messaging back and forth. They take care of your basic website with hosting as well. They also have 24-7 website monitoring as well. And then they have daily website backups so that it keeps everything there. Um, What does all that mean, right? So um, Jason and the team uh, help you get an app and on your app, all the messaging and everything, your texts, your calls, everything all go to this app. You get notified there whenever anybody reaches out via email or any of those ways and they get in touch with you. That all gets to you, right? But on the backside of that, um, it actually, all that stuff and all the work they do optimizes your SEO, which is your search engine optimization so that when somebody types in seal coding or Asphalt paving or whatever you do um, in your area, the chances of you coming up at a higher rate or at a, I guess, a a sooner search result, you know, at the top are improved via their program. They also take care of your Google My Business, if you allow, which also helps them to do search engine optimization. And the other thing is your reviews. So everybody has these, you know, um, expectations of getting more reviews. And obviously, more reviews on Google help you out as well. So that's their goal. These programs help you do that. So I would recommend um, going ahead and and looking in the description here on this podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and there's a link down there below. Click that link and that'll save you $199 off the setup fee, the one-time setup fee, and that's strictly for Blacktop Banter followers and listeners. So search there, find it, click it, get over there, check it out. You click that link, it'll save you $199 the $199 setup fee. If you can't find the link, just DM us here at Blacktop Banter um, or myself, Marvin, and I'll get the link sent to you and you can go from there. Hey everybody, welcome hey. back. This is Blacktop Banter and this is episode 64 uh, we're rolling right along. We're getting a good variety of guests. And uh, I'll let my guest today introduce himself and then I'll tell you how we got connected.
1: Hey, what's up? Uh, thank you for having me on Black Top Banner, Marvin. Appreciate you, brother. Um, I'm Ray Leonard Jr., I'm, um, son of Sugar Ray Leonard. People who follow boxing probably know me or know my father, at least. And uh, You may not know my background story i'm I'm a business entrepreneur i was a two-sport athlete i played football in ohio at ohio university you see my helmet back here i ran Mm -hmm. track and field i was on the usa team i was a a high hurdler i'm only like 5'10 so you probably didn't (laughs) think i was state champion and and ran for the usa team in russia and in spain so i was pretty good at that um you know, became a sports agent, you know, did my thing for a long time because it was 1996 when I graduated from college and Jerry Maguire came out and I said, if Tom Cruise can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> you know, for money. I did right. my thing. That's right. right. That's that right. My thing represented some of the top uh, athletes in, in, in the world, uh, enjoy some success. So my company, by the time I was 26 years old and, uh, and, and grew into uh, a whole different space, so, you know, my, my life came to fruition when the, uh, well, public notice. I came to fruition in 1973. When uh-huh. My teenage parents had me, so and then yeah, yeah. But people started to know about me in in right around 1980 when I was about seven or eight years old. And I did this commercial for Seven Up. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, share my knowledge and wealth. I'm a coach. I'm a husband. I'm a parent, and you uh, know, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just a guy trying to make in this life and leave a legacy that that's worth living.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, I, I, you know, I'm getting to that point myself. I think that's why, you know, we kind of connect in that way too. I'm all about my legacy right now. Um, yeah. And I also noticed you live a very, in my opinion, I guess you live a very fulfilled life, my friend. It's, it's full of a lot. And, uh, it, I, it makes my heart full to see everything that you're involved in. And, uh, we try to do the same here and live fulfilled lives as well. So we connect you and I though, through a mutual friend, right. Uh, I, I'm somehow, in a weird galaxy um prince daniels and i became friends through clubhouse app and then i started following him on everything and um well, he, that guy is my brother i truly believe that um and uh you guys connect right you guys are have a podcast together uh ringside which i love i love boxing i love combat sports as you can see there's a lot back here man uh Sean Sherg, uh, Randy Couture, who I spent some time with. It was, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So
1: I got, I got a picture of me and Randy back, back when I, I will talk about it, but I, I'll send it to you so you can add it to, to the whole. Team.
0: Cool. Cool. I will. I will. Yeah. It's, it's, he's a fantastic guy. Fantastic guy. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about, I kind of want to talk about your family, man, because, uh, this is a family industry. The asphalt world is, and uh, that's why we work. That's why we put our boots on every day. That's why we start the trucks up and head out. And uh, you got a wonderful family too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I mean, my, my family is you know, interesting. We have a massive family. Uh, my father had uh, six brothers and sisters. Uh, on my mother's side, there's another uh, seven um, brothers and sisters. So Ooh. thousands of, of grandkids and, and Cousins and all kinds of stuff. So we we are a big big family. We are you know from the south. Um, uh, my my mother was from uh, from Georgia. Yep. And my dad's from uh, Wilmington. He was born in Wilmington, North Carolina, but we have big roots in South Carolina. I got gotcha. you. We all ended up in the Washington D.C. Maryland area. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So there's there's a lot of Leonard's and Wilkinsons floating around this world. So, <laughs> there, there's a, a big history of, of, of where we came from. So, um, and, you know, mm-hmm. expansions and marriages and everything else. So your family, you know, starts to grow. Um, you talk about the asphalt world. I have an uncle that is, you know, pretty big in Orange County. Really? Um, he at TOG Construction. So, my Tom Gilchrist is my uncle.
0: Wow. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Man. And he's a pretty a white guy, but, I mean, he, he has his <laughs> own... Going yeah. on. but he does. He does asphalt. He does a, a lot of stuff for all, all around here in California, Orange County.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a recognizable name in the industry, especially in California. Yeah, dude, crazy. Like I said, there's always connections to asphalt, no matter what. There's always one I can find one, no matter what. If I dig good enough, for sure. Yeah,
1: like I said, but besides my family, I'm, I'm probably involved in every single business around the world. <laughs> yeah, Some, not even that good, too. That's right. That's right. Some <laughs> we don't want to talk about. Yeah. My,
0: my uncle, he's a like, direct connection to that. I got you. I got you. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. So let's, you know, let's uh, let's talk about that kind of as well. I mean, uh, we could touch on the the commercial. It's an iconic commercial. That's, you know, that's kind of where it all started, you know, for, for, for people that recognize, oh, yeah, this is his boy. Uh, well, when, when you were in that commercial and they were shooting it, did you have any idea what was going on?
1: Yeah. Here's the backing story. I mean, I was born in, in, in Prince George's County, Palmer Park, Maryland. We didn't have much, uh, no, uh, you know, my father and mother, of course, they were teenagers. My mother was 15. My father was 16.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, it, there, it was 14 people to a two-bedroom house in my, my mother's side where I, where I stayed with my cousins and my cousins peed the bed. And so it was terrible for me to sleep in, like, bunk beds. But, you know, we, we all have our stories. Like this We do. He went from, and all of a sudden, my father wins the uh, the gold medal in 1976, yep. and there was a whole story behind, like him not knowing what his kid was or whatever. And um, you know, the thought process was behind it was was to you know, to show that you can have a strong black family in sports that are doing something really, really good, and to be uh, out and be commercially friendly. So they came to me uh, once my father got the uh, endorsement from Seven Up, and he said, "When you do this commercial," and I was like, "Hell no! I'm not doing no damn thing." No, I don't want nobody know knowing me. I, I was a very shy kid.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: my father said, "Here, if, if if what do you want to do the commercial?" I said, "Give me that three wheel motorcycle. I've been watching on TV. They had just promote the little three wheel dirt bikes." Yep. To- so he promised me that, and I said, "Okay, I'll do it." And it became an iconic commercial. It did. Uh, I had the words, no, and it said, is that the champ? And I was like, nah, that's just my dad. And <laughs> I had no idea how that thing was going to go, but everybody knew me for the next 20 years of my life <laughs> by this kid. And they thought I was going to be seven years old for the next 20 years. Yeah, life.
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: It was weird, but it was a blessing because, um, you know, I, I got to see you know, so many different things, open my eyes up, that, that you know, my story is bigger than my block. hmm I coach or I train kids that are are from areas like where I came from, and they think, okay, here, I got to be the baddest person on my block. It's like the world is so much bigger than that. Oh, so, yeah. just so on your block. So open your eyes to see the opportunities you have. And, you know, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad I actually did that commercial because I got some uh, residuals, <laughs> which you understand later on in life, that, hey, that was pretty cool.
0: That's all right. Yeah, that didn't work out so bad. Do, do you think um, – you know, I, I come from a rough upbringing too, uh, you know, and uh, we, we were poor, no doubt about it. And I think that that's kind of why it's instilled in me to, to work so hard and I keep working so hard. Uh, I know I'm not going back there, but there's a little kid in there that remembers what it was like. And he don't want to go back to that, right? Yeah, I'm still having fun. I'm a big kid inside. So I'm still having fun as that kid, as an adult with a uh, success that I would say I've had.
1: You talk about that. I mean, I'm sorry that- No, go ahead. Next question, but that's that motivator if you've you've seen it that way and, and you had a, a brief moment of success you know that you can do it you oh yeah it, it's it's not going to stop you from whatever your circumstances are and you can go into a space where like okay i'm not going back to that because i know the routine or, or what i need to do to get stay out of it
0: yeah <laughs> like, there, yeah there's
1: nothing to the madness Yeah, so, like we, we, I, we you know, young kids always think they're here because I'm I'm born into this. I can't be bigger than this. Yeah, so that 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 is a, is a thing that you know I, I preach every single day. My grandfather was a, was a a sharecropper who picked cotton and had a secret education, and he raised his kids and changed their lives. And took them out of a a situation of, of, of poverty in South Carolina, moved to Washington D.C., and he became a manager of a grocery store. Yeah, which which doesn't seem like a big thing, but sh- where he came from
0: i guarantee it was yes sir
1: so his key is that if you work hard and you figure it out and you think and you you trust yourself and have that self-esteem that you're bigger than what your circumstances are
0: yeah once you get that little bit of success or uh any kind of little bit of success right where all of a sudden you're like i think i could do more right like man i believe i could do more yeah. so then i now like i'm on a mission like how much can i do like how, you know, what all can I succeed at? And uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right, it, it, it lights a fire in you. And uh, once, you, once you're on that path, it's, it's, it would be very hard to deter me as I believe it would be very hard to deter you as well from, from everything we're involved in and what we're doing. Um, can we, you know, in our industry, we have generational businesses. Right. So, uh, you know, your uncle, I'm guessing, might have some sons that are going to be in that business and come up through it in the asphalt world. That's that's very, very, very common. What we run into once in a while is um, guys that are trying to do their own thing. Right. And, and carve their own path. And I thought um, with us being connected in a way I could ask you about that, because you know, obviously your dad being as successful as he was in the ring that carried over outside of the ring as well. But my man, you've carved a great path for yourself. You will live a very fulfilled life. And your take on the world is a, is different than your father's take on the world. And you, your path is different than your father's path and had success in in, in many different fields. Now, I've noticed uh, it's it's getting outside of just sports. And, uh, you know, I have a, a there's always that saying, if you do what you love and, and you can get if you have something that you love and you do and you're good at it, you can get paid for it. Sports was just, man, I love sports. I know you love sports because you went into it and you had that success. What was that like um, trying to figure that out? Did you have that issue at all, Ray, like guys in our industry are going to have being as their dad was this, this, you know, icon at their business or whatever? And then the boy carves his own path.
1: Yeah. So I always go into, you know, what I say was the most impactful thing that my grandfather told me. That was, you know better, you do better. So, uh, all I knew was sports, and that's my family was in sports at that. And, and that's what I thought from a black community that here, the only thing we can be great in, like Nas said, is like, or JT Z said, it's sports and entertainment. Yeah. Right? But then I realized that there's a bigger real because as much money as my father was making from what he was doing, somebody was paying him. Oh, yeah. So- as me, as a boss, to figure out and say, "Okay, here, how the hell are you paying him this much? Because you got to be making ten times that." Much. <laughs> yes, sir. I learned, yes, learned to hear this is the twenty is especially from like a, a pay scale when I have employees. It has to be twenty percent, no less than twenty percent of, of what the revenue is to be able to pay my employees. That's why I'm paying you twenty percent of what. Yes, sir. Them. Right. So, yeah. uh, when I saw that, that changed my whole thought process of, of, of how. Uh, just athletics and businesses, And I wanted to know what it was that the secret sauce was behind it. So I was curious as a person because we're not here you know, for, for a long time. So we got to make sure that we maximize what we're able to do. And yeah. my vision was to say, I want to coach people to be better in my community. But also my kids to know that here you have an opportunity to, to grow and do whatever you want to do within your time here on this planet or yeah. in the world to make yourself successful, but your success is defined by what you say success is, not by what somebody else says it is.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: If if me being in the shadow of my father, who was a six-time world champion and and a gold medalist and thinking that my success was based upon what he did, uh, I'd I'd be lost. Yes, sir. Way different. I mean, when I went to college, the first person in my family to go to college to get a degree, that was my gold medal. Yes, sir building a business from 20 years old, 21 years old and selling at 26. That was my world championship. So you have to define what you do. We all have our fingerprint and our own identity for a reason. And yeah. our past is not going to be the same, no matter who you are. So when you're dealing with it and you are coming from a background, maybe it's it's his history that you know your parents may have done, you know, the asphalt business or whatever business was, you can follow in it and grow it and make it bigger or better. Or you can just make it say, here, this is something I want to pass down to my, my kids. Yeah. But your legacy and what you do, that is what is believed in history. And that, that's what you can leave behind because we can't take it with us.
0: No, no. And I, and I think once you find out that success, the true definition, I think, of, of success and of wealth actually is how happy you are day to day. Right. And, and how fulfilled you feel day to day around here at, at Wisco, where my business is, where we work, um, which is also here at Blacktop Banner. I'm hoping to separate these two really soon as uh, we, we get some people moving up and, and things here at Wisco. Um, but we support a mission called Mission Impact. I went there. It impacted my life. Um, we, we send kids through school there as well. And then they write us letters back. And I promise you. We got some awards here out front for our work that we've done throughout the years. Nothing feels as good as those letters from those kids and us inspiring them just by believing in them to pay for their school in Guatemala to go through for the year. Man, it's it's just like, like you said, it's like speaking life, you know, like that that moment where you're, you're motivating kids, you're leading them and they believe for just a minute is all they need to believe for a minute, feel some success and it takes off, um, you know, so, so when we when we talk about you in the sports game and sports management game, uh, what are some some lessons uh, that you learned and I, I, we'll get to I guess I want it to be a two part We'll let that be the second part. The first part is, how did you even venture into sports management and sports agency, Ray, like, you got out of college and just looked for an athlete and was like, man, I'm going to represent somebody like how do we do that.
1: You know, I mean, sometimes in, in life there has to be, like, some, uh, some, some luck in, in what you do, you know, <laughs> to get to a certain level. And uh, my, my whole plan was to go be a professional athlete, and, and I had a chance to go to the Arizona Cardinals, got hurt doing practice, and that changed my game changed up. And so um, my vision and my thing that I wanted to do, I wanted to be a computer scientist. Really? Yeah, that was, wow. that was college. That was my first major. That's what I did. But then my coaches told me that you're, you're playing two sports, you know, computer science and, and economics is, is is too hard of a, yep. a path for you to follow to play two sports. And so I said, okay, all right, what's the next best thing? Sports management. And I got into it that way. That's wild. It, it's crazy when I look back on it and I think like how like how did I let them tell me what my path was going to be? yeah um, but now uh, I've, I've come back into tech you yeah. know so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but yeah um, I was drawn to the legal side of, of sports and okay so sports law classes are ones I showed up to all the time my economics classes are ones I showed up to all the time um, my botany and everything else the, the core classes <laughs> that I didn't do really well but those are the the classes that I was interested in I went and I was voracious about learning about the history about people and my buddy um in college so, thank god he was number 11 picking an nba draft guy named gary trent
0: so, uh, yeah
1: so uh, we had a crew called young guns in college and you know he, he said you know here you know help me with this so i helped him i started helping other friends and other other people because they trusted me that i was a straight up dude mm-hmm. so that's how that's how it started. And then you know, my focus was because I saw uh, the difference differentiator was one of the biggest thing my father's uh, career showed me when, when he started out at a young age, he came out of the Olympics. He was very popular. He wanted to quit and go to be a uh, university in Maryland and get a get a degree. But my grandfather got sick, so he had to figure out how to make money to pay the bills. OK, so. Uh, he asked asked one of his trusted advisors, uh, a guy named James Morton, um, you "Know how do I make money?" He said, "Turn pro." And so his attorney, Mike Mike Trainer at the time, said, "Instead of you signing with Don King, because Don King who's the biggest promoter. Y'all know him with the big hair." Yeah, say, absolutely,
0: absolutely, yes, sir.
1: With a bag of cash at like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in like a bathroom. and you're thinking about it, the kid is probably twenty years old and you know needs money. Oh yeah. see that somebody that's offering you something so big up front he was able to turn that down he had to turn it down and said, okay i'm gonna invest in myself so his attorney got 30 of his friends to put a thousand dollars up and create a business and say here you are the business of sugar a leonard so you own everything that is sugar a leonard and so after his first fight, he got forty something $45,000 and paid all his investors back with interest and was a free agent. So he owned himself. Wow.
0: So there's
1: a thing about, you know, if you don't know the business, that you become a part of the business and the business owns you. Yeah. So you own the business and you own yourself as a person, you're able to make a lot better decisions. And so he was making $10 million on a fight in 1980.
0: Man
1: now here in 2022 that are making 10 million dollars a fight
0: and own his footage of wow. his oh he did yes because he was a business he still did man what a move and,
1: and he had no idea but he had a trusted advisor that helped him to believe in himself and say here your business is bigger than what they offer you, that you okay paycheck so man. now when we're looking back on it <laughs> like we have ownership of, of our lives
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's a big deal nowadays, man, because you see, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who for years and years and years, their family can still prosper on some of that footage and, and some of those things later on in life. And then you also hear the flip side of that coin where there's people that just took that money up front, like you were saying, and said, you know, you own me. And they don't get anything off of those residuals and those things over the years. Yeah. So
1: Muhammad Ali sold 50% of his brand for $25 million.
0: Oh my goodness, man.
1: Get Muhammad Ali, who is one of the most iconic brands in the world in, in line with Jordan, right? Yeah,
0: that's them right there. That's Muhammad yeah. Ali, that's Michael Jordan right there. Those are my two.
1: Exactly. What is the Jordan brand worth?
0: Oh God. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Unbelievable. So,
1: Ali's brand was so short, and so his his family, who are friends of mine, family, they're family to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, at, at times when things are hard, you make tough decisions sometimes, but yeah, uh, there people have made have made billions of dollars off of his brand.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah, and and, and I think um, you know it's you do that in a lot of different aspects. People do in life, you know, they they settle for the short short term versus um, the long term and when you're when you're in business uh, especially if you came from where I came from uh, you sacrificed a lot early on because that first money that came in I had never seen that type of money before and it would have been real easy to go ahead to the bank finance myself a new truck, finance a new car go ahead and finance a real nice house and get it going but then I wouldn't have had that money to put back into the business and help it grow and help it get rolling to where it is now. So, um, you know, it's a valuable lesson, I think across the board there of, Hey, make sure you're making smart moves. Think about it. If you're, if it's possible, you know, there were times where I had to spend the money, you know, I just, and we needed it. So you had to, but you know, um, that that's only one aspect, man, of, of what you do though. Right. Because, uh, when you, when you, go ahead and follow you a little bit you'll find out about um uh the consulting business uh the media business uh sports and entertainment now obviously uh um all those kinds of things uh you want to go ahead and just kind of talk about that kind of stuff now like you know serial entrepreneurship which is a a, a fascinating thing and a real thing nowadays
1: yeah um like, like you said that 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 one time where where you're in uh, a tough situation and uh, eating bread sandwiches and and, and struggling, like you never want to go back to that. And so, for me, when I learned and I sought out mentors to say, okay, here, like, how do I not ever go back to that? How can I build generational wealth? How can I do something bigger for myself and for my kids and for my family and for my community? And uh you know people look at me sometimes like damn right you involved in a lot of stuff man <laughs> i was like well if you look at the portfolios of very successful people they have a lot of different interests yeah i mean that this is their, their same passion but they're invested in other things right so when you look at my portfolio of things that, that i'm doing there is one true uh you know calling is that you know I, i'm intentional about what i do so yeah my my, counsel, my my consulting business, where I do, you know, training for corporations, for the military, um, you know, my, my business partner, she's a backseater in, in F-14s in, in the military. She's Navy veteran. She's one of the first women to integrate aircraft carriers. I can depend on her to help lead that and control their business. So when I need to come in, I'm doing training with her. we do training on diversity, we do training on destructive behavior or, or leadership counseling, those different things for, for you know the military bases and for different companies. And if I have to hire somebody, I hire somebody. So that company is, is self autonomous. It functions on its own. Okay. Sports business, I have an amazing you know person, a young lady who is named Pamela Crockett, who is, is an attorney and you know, she is, is a coach and she runs my sports management and entertainment business right now. Um, so my new passion is, is venture building. Well, I Okay. I'm a, I'm a partner in a venture studio called Nobody Studios, and we're, we're, our goal is to build 100 companies in five years, so independent small companies, and giving opportunity to young people or people that have business ideas, and we can help it flourish by providing the resources from capital to talent to people that have already done it multiple times and have a success uh, for the opportunity to people that can uh, be involved in the, in the company to have have. Partners in the success of the company man it, do, you, do, do, you,
0: do you do you do you find that just because uh, prince and i talk about this once in a while when we when we when we conversate um and so i'm curious about your your take on it as well um doing what you just are meant to do what you feel like you're meant to do and then doing positive things good things um i i i I, I've always been amazed that people can build businesses on that, right? On um, just helping people and just doing good things. And when you talk about that, like you, you know, we want to do 100 businesses in five years. That's not that far-fetched when there's thousands of ideas all, every day for people, for businesses. Um, what Can you talk about that a little bit, the feeling of, of just being, hey, man, we're doing something positive and good, and we're growing a business on it?
1: So I'm a, I'm a big energy person. And so, that, I mean, that's even how, you know, Prince and I met and became quick friends because, you know, I, I love the energy of people, um, you know, when you feel that positivity of somebody that, that wants to be better and do better. Um, you know, I, we, it, it was weird because we, my wife and I, it was my birthday weekend and we were down in San Diego uh, for a festival called the Festival and um, my nephew, my wife's uh, you know, uh, nephew, Um, his ex-girlfriend was was down there (laughs) and and she reached out to us and said you know uh she's in town so we said let's go have brunch and you know her cousin was was prince's wife
0: oh okay okay
1: we connected there and then me and prince hit it off right away because i was supposed to go to georgia tech i committed to go to georgia tech to play football
0: okay okay
1: when Bobby Ross left, so we had that connection immediately. But then we just had energy. We just, we sat at brunch. We talked the whole time. I said, "Dude, let's do something." Yeah. We didn't know what we want to do. Right. He's <laughs> like, "Okay, here. This is this is life. Let's have fun." I didn't realize he was a monk and 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 or went through that whole you no know, the meditation and all the things that he that he's gone through. And once you open up and hear somebody else's story and open your heart to somebody else, man, it it. it it breeds, it builds good people around you. So I, it's a book called The Go Giver. Yeah. Uh, that I did yeah. Have. Beautiful book. Yeah. And so it's like you do things for people for no reason. Uh, yeah. But other tend to say, "Here, you want to help it, and, and bless somebody else. You don't ask anything in return." And that was kind of you know, the energy that we both had. So we end up doing a podcast together you know, we're building some other business other business thing together but it's just it's just the energy i mean life, life is is here for the opportunity for you to do it so um, you know and i don't want to work with people that i don't like right
0: so, right yeah I
1: don't really like a whole i mean it's not like, like i don't like a whole lot of people but you know like your energy has to match my energy because i don't have time to to be you know, bogged down by people that aren't in the same space yeah
0: we, I, I just posted a video here um maybe this week and it was uh tyson fury giving a, a speech after one of his fights and he said you know if you got f all and you're a good person you're you're all right with me it's like but if you're not and you're a bad person i don't have time for you in my life i only have time for good people and it was just like yeah yeah that's right you nailed it yeah that's right
1: <laughs> what are we talking about? because I, I i had this conversation with somebody earlier today and I was doing another uh, podcast, and they were like, uh, you know, like, how do you feel about you no know, success and all these the things that you've gained?" I like, I don't give a crap about these things that I've gained, and because those are material things, and they can be yeah. taken from me tomorrow. And so, my my base, what I'm built upon, I'm built upon, you know, being a good person, loving people, and trying to leave to leave this world better than I, I found it. Yeah, and, uh, and so what people say about me when I'm gone uh, doesn't matter, but it's about how people felt and had the energy that I gave and what I left behind.
0: Yeah, I think so. And that's, you've come to find out that that's all life's about is energy anyways, you know, and, and that energy can go on with the life you live right now. Like, you know, the impacts you make and how you live your life, that energy keeps flowing through other people long after you're gone. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. And that's you know, we, we both got energy from our boy Prince. So real quick, we can touch on your guys' podcast, Ringside. I love that one. You guys relax a little bit when you're on there, which Prince dances anyways all the time. But you guys loosen up a little bit on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we started it in this kind of like, hey, we just don't talk about sports and just kind of have fun and just you know it, it was Doing like during the, right after the pandemic, or during the pandemic, they like be like, let's let's do something to keep our minds fresh, you know, to talk to people, engage with 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 the audience, and it's it's built up where we have you know, a consistent audience, a consistent group of people. We have cast members that always come on that that you know, <laughs> text us and messages every single day, <laughs> one of sports, and we just have fun. So I mean, it's it's an outlet for us to talk about what's happening in industries that we care about and love. Um, but also to educate and inspire other people because we always leave with some you know kind of uh you know important inspirational word at the end of, of what we're doing. So yeah so right here uh, imagine you know ESPN with 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 a touch that's to trying to educate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah <laughs> yeah not just here you got just proponents of, of uh, saying this this is you know this is my opinion or something but also giving you something to do with that energy that you have. Like we always say, you say you talk. It's all about energy. Yeah. You know, if, I, if I give you a whole bunch of negative opinions, don't you know positive energy from it? Then it's gonna leave you negative at the end of your day. So you can't fill up the negative spot without balancing it out with the positive. No. So it's that tilting thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, right out here, just yesterday, we painted some stencils. One of our show sponsors, Stencil Plus, can make any stencil you want right? Any plastic stencil you want. So I sent over, we got orientation here tomorrow for our new crew members and our current crew members at Wiscote. And uh, right on the floor, the very first thing when you come in says be positive here. Like that's, that's the very first thing when you come through the door says be positive here. And that's the first thing I want people to see and think about when they come in here is anything that was negative, we can leave that behind us right outside the door before we come in here. Um, you know, and, and what's funny is we, we talk about prints. When we first connected and i asked him to be on the podcast he's like well yeah we can talk about football i'm like man i don't want to talk about football i said like, i want to talk about how you found the light you got inside you like what tell me where that came from and then, he, then all of a sudden it was game on i was like man I, I know about your football life like i want to know about you now and uh it's that positivity it just leaked through and um it bleeds through and it can do so much for people's lives not only your life but the people you shed it to you know and 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 I I see that in in your work,
1: yeah. And and, and when, when he came up with with game beyond the game, and, and so you know, we came up to to my area here, and we met, and it was he's like, you know, what do you think? I was like, I think it's brilliant. I think you know what you're doing is, is the right thing, you know. And how, how do you feel about what you're doing? Because if you feel great about it, it's it's, it's going to work. And it's going to go the right way. Yeah at the end of the day, if you're thinking about, you know, what you're doing, um, you know, from, from the wrong standpoint, it's not going to manifest itself the way.
0: Yeah, no, you did good. And, and I, and I think you're, you know, you've led really good with the no better do better podcast. We can touch on that because that's what your grandfather said. No better do better. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, uh, I guess I don't know how many years older than Prince, probably 10 years older than him. I think maybe more. Um, and you know that was that was kind of the thing that i was during that time i was a paid motivational inspirational speaker because i I always say you can't i can't motivate you to do something i can inspire you to find your motivation to what you need to do but yeah your motivation has to be intrinsic within you yes so that was the whole thought process of when i built the uh my podcast know better do better it was you know to honor my grandfather to honor his service, to honor, because he had just passed away and that was 2020 had just come up and pandemic happened and yeah, 60 paid speeches and all of a sudden my uh, big income stream had just shut down and I was sitting here like all of us were, were sitting here like, okay, what are <laughs> we going to do? Uh, well, I guess, you know, I'm not going to be you know, go, go, go like a turtle and go to a shell. I'm going to find out a way to keep my brand going. Yeah, and keep people going. And So that's what I built and has amazing people onto the platform. Uh, telling their stories. And it's all about the journey uh, to show that everything people see on their Instagram or Facebook lives, that people post the best part of themselves yep. are not really what life is about. It's about, you have to go through a struggle. If you haven't been through something, you can't get to somewhere. Right. So right. Uh, that's what the whole podcast is about, is about telling your worst fears, your worst times in your life and showing how you came through that because it can inspire and help somebody else when they're in that space, to get to that level and so yeah it's never about the big celebrity it's never about the you know space although i've had some you know, pretty big people on, on the platform yeah it's, you know here your, your worst moment in your life how'd you get through it <laughs> and so yeah. that's what we need to share because once we're able to get through that you're like okay shit ain't nothing else gonna, gonna slow me down because i get i came through the worst <laughs> oh yeah so, like this this is this is a you know, little stuff
0: yeah, yeah, and then you talk about big people on the podcast. You know, big names and big people. Uh, you had Everson Walls on there. I'm an old Cowboys fan from when I was a kid, man.
1: Good man, good man. That's what I See, Prince, Prince won't like that. But... <laughs> I'm a, a Cowboys
0: fan. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm a native, but I'm a Cowboys
0: fan. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you know, to touch on that point, um, you know, I, I I I took my kid, um, my son Eli, I took him to where I grew up right, and, and showed them how I came out of that, and, and what I came through, and why I go so hard every day, um, and, you know, they know that I spend more time than their kids' uh, parents doing what I do, and they know that I do things a lot differently than what those other parents do, and uh, it was really important for me to show them, hey, man, at one point, it was bad, real, real bad, and this is why I do what I do, I, and I hopefully, you know, they mimic that going into the future and they, they listen to my words as well and uh, take it to heart because uh, I would love to th- see them just live a happy, fulfilled life as well. And that's all I want. I don't care what they do as long as they're happy. And, uh, you know, t- for me, that happiness is the success that I'm, that I'm having and that I'm pushing for right now. It makes me happy to do this every day. It makes me happy to, to be with you on the podcast and to have our guests and uh, to give them, you know, to give to our charity that I love, Mission Impact. Um, you also give to to charities and and, and a spokes spokesperson for charities like a uh, uh Sugar Ray Leonard Foundation, right? And then I know there's a couple more. What ones were those ones?
1: Yeah. So 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 Marvin, salute to you. Because oh, thank you. We talk about you know, with your kids and other people around you. It's not what you say, is what you show.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Sometimes you got to just show up you got to show that you care you got to show that you're meaningful and purposeful in everything that you do so i applaud you thank
0: you very much my friend
1: so um i had to go back and show my kids that too
0: yes sir yes sir (laughs) it could be like this if i stop yeah if i stop it could be like this
1: but the causes that I support, um, now my father's foundation, who we deal with, uh, you know, started out we did. we're just dealing with juvenile diabetes because uh, it was such a big factor in, in our community, especially the black community that diabetes is, is one of the biggest killers of the community um, because the high fructose, and high sugar diets. Yes that sir. We've been in for forever. Um, uh, the Magic Johnson Foundation, who I was a mentor for for, for years, and it was just providing opportunities just to show you know, young people from my community that um, it, it's cool to be an attorney or cool to be a sales manager or cool to be a teacher. That's way cooler than, than, than being a drug dealer. That's oh, the, yeah. You, you see it, you mentor to people, and to young people and say, OK, here, you can make a great living. You can do really well for yourself. And, you know, you can be happy and live a happy life by doing this. Mm-hmm. So, which nothing to show? So, the shout out to the Magic Johnson Foundation for you know, allowing me. That's when I was in the finance business. So, I was teaching, you know, people in my community about, you know, understanding finance, understanding about being an investment banker, that kind of thing. So, it, it, it was a different process. And then, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, Walking Miracles is another uh, thing that I'm involved in, uh, as well as HBCU Heroes. Um so but Walking Miracles. Um I'm actually doing a, a spotlight podcast on uh on Brett Wilson. Cool a kid I met when uh years ago in West Virginia, we were doing a basketball camp with, with uh guy named Archie Talley. And uh Brett had has has brain had terminal brain cancer at the point time when he was about I think about 10 years old and Dang. a young kid. And they said he had like three weeks to live. And uh no, I, I I told him then. I mean, we were kids, and he, and he said that it stuck with him. And I told him then. I said, I would say, uh, your your path is always is only destinies when you say you're ready ready to give up. I said, if you're not ready to give up, you keep fighting. And so he kept fighting, kept fighting, It's still here to this day.
0: Ain't that something, here. man? Oh man.
1: Put the platform, the foundation called Walking Miracles cool. that supports families, um, you know, and not just you know from the, the cancer. Uh, you know, space, but supports the families to be able to travel with their kids when they're going through, you know, something. Because the, the hospital or the insurance can pay for the surgeries, but what about your family that has to be there with you for months and time? I don't know, man. You know, yeah. Therapy. So that that that's one of the big big things that that I um I champion. Um, there's there's plenty more. So HBCU heroes. My son goes to Grandma State and plays football. He's a freshman there, and uh, you know, supporting the HBCUs is is, is a big thing with me too. So. Cool. And a lot of causes, <laughs> a lot of causes, a lot of things I support, but it, it's like I said, it's, it's the energy for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that that helps keep that energy where it should be. You know, it, it keeps you selfless, lets a guy uh, be, stay humble as well, because he knows that you know you're not putting that money towards something that is, is selfish. And I, I love that, and uh, that's why we do that same thing here and encourage people to do that as well here. Um, let's talk about your socials real quick. Cause I, I would love people to find you, my friend online, um, that my Instagram, you know, your Instagram is one of my favorites to follow every day. Um, let's start with that one. And then you tell them uh, where else to find you. They know they can find the podcast, no better, do better and ringside with, with Ray and Prince, but let's talk about your socials where they can find you.
1: My socials, uh, I got pretty good with, uh, just simple branding. Just put my name on it <laughs> at Ray Leonard Jr. Mm-hmm. So, Thing from twitter to instagram to facebook and i love to have fun um my uh my instagram and facebook are, are expansion of just me as a person so i, I tell jokes on there. i i post crazy pictures i post crazy <laughs> I laugh at. so it's just fun it's, it's not like here i'm gonna post 100 pictures of me coming out the gym looking sexy yeah,
0: I got you. I never post any of those of me. I'm I'm so I'm so worried that people are gonna be jealous. I never <laughs> post those, right? Yeah, I save them all for myself. It's a motivator. It's a motivator. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, all, I'm 50 almost.
0: So, I'm and big. We'll just put it that one, my friend. Okay,
1: here we go. Yeah, so we, that that might be a next podcast. There could
0: be. It could be yeah, I'm bald and big. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, there's some people that can relate to that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You can't have fun and laugh at yourself so bad
0: that you're doing the bad thing. So. I know. I know. Well, let's, let's talk about fun here. We're going to do a pod deck real quick. Uh, I know I, sh- I showed you one of the cards beforehand Was uh, is a hot dog a sandwich. And uh, that's one of the better ones. Um, but we'll, we'll shuffle it up real quick and I'll just draw a random one out. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, they're, none of them are, like, vulgar or anything like that. They're all, they're all good fun.
1: All,
0: good. all right. So, this is a serious question. Do you count your steps?
1: No, <laughs> Hell no. I had the Apple watch and then uh, I got frustrated with it because it wasn't counting my steps and I could just do this. and, and, and get. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so no, I don't count them. So what, I, what,
0: what about what about your workout routine? You got one every day you go through, you exercise every day or every other day. Do you got a routine to stick to?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I try to exercise at least three times a week. I got you. 30 minutes i i would love to say that i do every day but my life gets in the way
0: it does
1: i, I say it shouldn't because i because i should have my routine i should just you know here this is what i need to do but i get tired sometimes so i got you and then prince and and the rest of the crew they, they post these push-up academy. challenges
0: yeah yeah
1: i feel bad if i don't you know, send something back so i, I try to stay within that that they keep me accountable so yeah that's
0: good enough that's good that you know a few times a week is gonna keep you here a while and that's all we want you know as long as we can keep you here and and you doing your thing that'll be great uh let's give one piece of advice my friend you've you've been one of the most experienced people that I've I've ever come across uh and had the pleasure of speaking with um there has to be a real good staple of advice and even if you want to just explain know better do better um, in its entirety, that would be great too, as well. But I've, I would really like for you to give a good piece of advice to our listeners.
1: Yeah. So my my, my biggest advice is be true to you. Like don't live anybody else's life. When I talk about us having our own fingerprint and our own DNA for a reason. Your fingerprint is is not identical to anybody else because you have to leave your own mark on this world, and your mark is special. So whatever you you're giving back, that energy that you're giving back, the life that you that you live. It, it's, it's it's yours you have control over it don't let anybody tell you that you would, how you' living is wrong or what you're doing is wrong um, That this this is your life and then this is how you leave your imprint on the world so my grandfather told me no better do better when i was young i, I first thought it was about you know, just uh, you know, learning from your mistakes and, and, and trying not to make that happen again. Because they said the definition of insanity was doing the same thing, same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result. Yeah. Uh, but what I learned is know better, or do better is seeking knowledge and trying to be better than you were yesterday. I got you. if I add to what I already have the day before, then I'm continuously building upon, you know, who per- the person that I am. And the person that I am can be the best that I can be if I'm trying to strive to get better every day. And it doesn't mean that I have to be better, you know, financially, or that doesn't mean I have better, uh, um, you know, from what my career is or all these different things, but I'm better as a person. So mentally, I'm better. Yeah. I'm okay. with who, Better with who I am and how I, how I lead myself. And when I'm, my time expires, because we all have expiration date. Yes, yeah, sir. I'm okay with the life i live and, and i'm comfortable with my own skin so that's what it means to be
0: no better i love it i love it thank you very much i really appreciate you being here today and joining us today ray uh it's been a pleasure um i i, I love i love picking brains and uh i very I very much appreciate you allowing me to do so um i wish you nothing but the best my friend if there's anything we can do in the asphalt world um, we would definitely love to have you join us at some point. And anytime there's expos and conferences and everything else, I speak at some of those from time to time as well. Um, it, it would be really great to uh, to be able to collaborate and do some of that stuff down the line. It's a big industry and asphalt touches everybody as we've come to find out. And uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much for being here.
1: Yeah, I, I invite you to be on my platform, ovations.com, a new tech platform that I'm launching. And basically that's what it does. It's giving the opportunity people to, that are experts in their field to speak and monetize you know, what
0: they're doing. So cool. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. I'm in. Put, put sign me up. Sign me up. I'll go ahead. I'll I'll be in there. I
1: haven't said to you, my man. Feel all me. right.
0: Sounds good. I'm in. I'm in. I'd love to be able to do that with you. All right. For myself and for Ray Leonard Jr., this is Black Top Banter. This has been episode 64. And here we speak asphalt. We did speak a little bit of asphalt, right? That's good. That's that's all we need to do but we, 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 t- we speak about hard stuff too and asphalt's hard so hey you know it it all works out all right we all want as always we want you to seal it pave it stripe it and kill it peace